The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Hi, this is Andrew Van Vieren and you're listening to The Daily Witness Podcast. And today's episode is called Following Orders. So let's get into a word of prayer and we'll jump into today's Bible lesson. Father, we come before you in the precious holy name of Jesus. Lord, I want to thank you for speaking to me yesterday and just revealing more and more of your will to me that you have for us, Lord. Father, use me in today's podcast to get this message through to your people. And Lord, touch their hearts, Lord, and open their ears, Lord, that they can receive this holy message. Lord, I thank you for it in the precious holy name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so today's message is called Following Orders. And uh, I know that this is something that the church doesn't like hearing. This is something that the church doesn't like doing. And when I'm talking about the church, I'm actually talking about the body of Christ on the whole. You know, Um, what I've seen over a number of years, just remember, I've been saved for 20 plus years. Something that I've seen is Christians generally, they want to do the leading, but they don't want to do the following. And, you know, God has a system in place and we have to follow his system in order for us to succeed in his system. Okay, so, you know, like when a person starts a new job, you know, you've never worked there before, um, you're not familiar with their protocols, etc. When you step on site, you can't go around telling everyone else how things are going to happen. You know, you got to sit under someone. You got to take orders. You got to learn from someone at the top. You know, everyone has a superior, and the same thing is true in the kingdom of God. There's there's law and order. Okay, and like I said, this is something that a lot of Christians don't like hearing. They don't really want to submit, but they want people to submit to them. And uh, I've seen this even in my last place that I worked, you know, before I stepped over into ministry. I was I started out there as a casual cashier, and then I believe for promotion, and I got promoted to supervisor. Then I believe for promotion again, and I became the assistant manager. And something that I saw there, people do not like taking orders. People want to do what they want to do, but yet... They want to prosper, and you can't do that. I'm just thinking of this. Uh, there's this billionaire in the United States of America, and he's into primarily real estate. And I know a lot of people might be thinking that I'm talking about President Trump. I'm not. This is someone else, and this is what he said when he was young. He did a lot of research on people who were already rich. And he was learning from them. He was submitting to them. He was seeing what they had to say. And he took all that information and he came up with this awesome business model and he ran with it. And guess what? Today he is a multi-billionaire. So we're not talking about someone that's got a few thousand in their bank and they think they're rolling. Uh, We're talking about someone that has billions 
okay, he's got fruit. So, you know, when it comes to uh, prosperity of any sort, and I'm not just talking about money, you know, uh, Christians always want to fight about that money, money, money. Um, I'm talking about prosperity in every area. You can have prosperity at home, in your family. You can have prosperity in your marriage. You can have prosperity uh, with your kids. You can have prosperity at the job. You know, when it comes to prospering in any sort of way, you need to learn to submit. And uh, the quicker a person learns to submit, well, the quicker they are going to prosper. So, you know what? I was uh, speaking to the Lord for a long time. The Lord has been dealing with me from the days of me wanting to receive my healing. And that was in 2016 when it really got bad. And I know people have heard this testimony so many times, but there's so much like awesome things that happened to me. You know, in and I'm talking about the different revelations that I received, the insights, the things that I saw in the Word, me growing spiritually, me learning to walk in the kingdom. Uh, there's a lot of good things that happened to me as I was walking out of my valley and the Holy Spirit was leading me each step of the way. That's why I share different aspects of my healing journey. But, um, you know, like when I was getting lightheaded in 2016, 2016 is not the year that it started. It actually started a lot earlier, but from 2016 onwards, I started really diving into the Word, and I had this thing that I needed to know about divine healing, and all that information that I need to know is in the Word, and I submitted to the Word. There's something that I really, really, really want to focus on, and uh, this is something that the Lord has been dealing with me since the early stages of me being born again, the Lord was leading me in a certain area. But, you know, when I was believing God for my healing, when I started, the Lord began really, really just leading me in the single area. And I want to share that with you today. So this is a love message. Now, I don't want you to close yourself off, you know, because you've heard that this is a love message. And I know that a lot of people say, uh, Brother Andrew, I, I know about the love message. I got that down, you know. Can I tell you something? Those that close themselves off to this message and those that say they got this down, those are the people that don't have it down. Those are the people that don't understand this because, can I be honest with you, there is different levels of revelation in the kingdom. There's different revelations in every area. There's different revelations in healing. There's different revelations in the love of God. There's different revelations in divine protection. There's different revelations into the wisdom of God. Man, that's another awesome area that I really, really enjoy talking about. But there's always different revelations, and there's deeper revelations. There's more insight. There's more knowledge on it. So no one in the world has all the love revelation that they need. No one in the world has all that love knowledge that's out there. There's always more. There is always more. And um, can I be honest with you? The body of Christ is not walking in love in general. And yes, I can say that because you can see how Christians act even online. There are Christians that are bad-mouthing certain presidents, okay? There are Christians bad-mouthing other ministers, and they're supposed to be more seasoned than what I am. They've been in ministry for longer, and how can I know that, but they don't know that? How, how did they miss where Jesus said in the Gospels, okay, where Jesus says, judge not lest he be judged. 
where they saw that uh, the Pharisees caught that woman in the very act of adultery. And according to their law, they were allowed to stone her to death. And when they brought her to Jesus, Jesus said, He who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. And everyone left because they all had their own sin. And they're pointing out her sin, but they're full of sin themselves. That's, that's been a hypocrite. And the only person there that had no sin was Jesus. He had the right to cast the first stone, but he didn't. And he told her, he says, he doesn't condemn her either. So how do these, and I'm saying this in inverted commas, these seasoned ministers, how can they go around judging others? And they actually put these videos online and they, they preach these wicked messages about other ministers in front of their congregation. How do they do that? I've been to a lot of churches in the city, as I've mentioned many times before, you know. Um, growing up, we moved around a lot uh, based on the fact that there was four siblings of us, there was four of us, and uh, we had to go to different schools. And over a period of time, my folks moved around a lot. And wherever we'd move, we would go to different churches. And I've seen some wicked stuff at churches. I've mentioned the story before that uh, my brother and I, we came to church one day and we always followed the American-style um, dress code and uh, we would have a shirt and then a, an open check shirt over that or there's certain jackets we would wear and we pulled up one day at this church and we pulled up in a, in a Mercedes-Benz and we were, lis- we were actually listening to gospel rap where the rapper was actually glorifying Jesus and when we pulled up and we got out and, you know, we, we had our caps on and all that. And that was just the style we went for back then. And as we were walking in, the people over there, they were quick to judge us. And they would say, it's, they said, it's very good that gangsters come to church. And they said that loud. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm not a gangster. I've never shot anyone. I don't get into fights. I don't steal. I don't do these things. I don't hang out with the wrong crowd. But these guys were quick to judge. So, no, the body of Christ is not walking in love, and uh, this is a message that needs to be preached more and more and more so the church can get it. We need to get it. You know, we, we need to be feeding on the love of God all the time, and we need to be showing that love to others. So uh, this is something I want to put out there. We know that God is love. We know that God loves us. We know that God has given us His Spirit, which is His love spirit. We know that God has given us his word, and it's the word on love. We know that Jesus is the love of God to us. We know that Jesus commanded us to walk in love. It wasn't an option. It was a commandment. So we know a lot, or should I say we've heard a lot. But, um, you know, a lot of people want to go out and they want to keep receiving the love that God has for them, but then they don't want to love others with it. And can I be honest, all that that stuff that I quoted just a moment ago, you know, all that is one love. God is love. That's one love. God sent his love for us, which is Jesus. That's one love. He sent us his Holy Spirit. That's one love. Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of love. He sent us his precious word. That's God loving us. Uh, that commandment that we are supposed to love others. Uh, that's one love. It's it's all falls under the banner of the agape love of God. You know, you don't get a certain love for the receiving and a separate love to give others with. It It is one love, okay? And uh, we are supposed to love others with his love. We There's no way we can love others in our own strength. There's no way we can love others with filial love, you know, that natural love. 
I've heard of many cases, many stories, how, you know, one spouse says they love, you know, the guy loves the wife, but he's beating up the wife. That's not love. There's a lot of natural love out there. It's always subject to change. It goes up or down. I'm going to show you by scripture. You cannot receive his love without loving others with. So I'm going to say that again. You cannot be in a place and say, you know that God loves you if you're not loving others. You cannot say you, you've received his love if you're not loving others. There's just no way. So I'm going to go over scripture uh, with you. And I want to first lay a foundation here. So we're going to do some reading. Let's start with John chapter 3 verse 16. And it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, hmm. that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now do you see that? For God so loved the world that that he gave god did not say man i love you guys but there's nothing i'm going to do for you you're all going to go to hell no 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 he did not say that for god so loved the world that he did something about it if you say you love your spouse you got to act out on that love you got to treat them well for the rest of their life the bible says uh, talking about the the right partner the virtuous woman uh, she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life that's when a wife truly loves her husband. She will do him good and not evil. That means she's not going to be talking to other boys. That means she's not going to be checking out the bodies of other guys. She's not going to be doing these things. That means she's not going to lie to him. Uh, let's go to First John chapter 3, verse 16. It says, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because Jesus laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. This is all from the King James, but uh, the New Living says, um, this is how we know what real love is, because Jesus laid down his life for us. You see, love is an action. It's not a bunch of words. Now, let's go to John chapter 13, verse 34 to 35. And uh, this is such a powerful verse of scripture. Listen to this. It says, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Now, this is verse 35, and it says, By this, by this, by you loving others, shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have loved one to another. So, Jesus, when Jesus was given this commandment, the Holy Spirit was actually telling him what to say. He was led by the Spirit of God. So, that commandment actually came from the top. It came from God. And what really impressed me is when he said, by this, by you loving others, shall all men know that you are my disciples. He did not say, people are going to know you're a Christian if you walk around and you say you're a Christian. People are not going to know you're a Christian because you got that fish logo at the back of your car. People are not going to know that you're a Christian because you carry a Bible with you. He said, no, no, no. He said, by this, by you actually loving others, shall all men know that you're my disciples. Now, there's Christians out there that want to fight all the time. Guess what? That just shows you're not a disciple of Jesus Christ. They are ministers. They are ministers. Um, a lot of them have studied for this. And they're preaching in front of how many people? And they are backbiting other ministers. Guess what? They are not servants of Jesus Christ. There's no way they can be servants of Jesus Christ if they're going out there and they are preaching against other people. I saw on uh, one of these social media platforms uh, a few years ago where a minister in a big church here in Port Elizabeth was ripping off an American president. That, well, 
he was running for president. And that just shows he is not a servant of Jesus Christ. So let's carry on. Now this is Romans chapter 5 verse 5. I'm laying a foundation here. God is all about love. Romans 5 chapter 5 it says, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. So we are supposed to be taking this love that God has given us, and we are supposed to be fulfilling that commandment, the love commandment. Um, in the New Testament it's referred to as the royal law. Now, I read a couple of scriptures to you about love, 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 and something I want you to understand. The whole Bible is a love book. There's love in the Old Testament through to the New Testament and to the end of the Bible, okay? Um, the Ten Commandments, God was teaching his people how to love. And in the New Covenant, by the Spirit, Jesus simplified it. He simplified it. Just walk in love. You know, if you walk in love, you're not going to commit murder. If you walk in love, you're not going to steal. If you walk in love, you're not going to lie. If you walk in love, you're not going to cheat. It's so much easier for us. We don't have like 101, you know, or 633 different laws. I mean, we just got to walk in love. And I know it's the same thing, but it really helps a person's mind process this whole thing. Now, I'm going to show you that there's no way that you can say that you've received the love of God if you're not walking in love. So I got this quote here that I wanted to share with you. To receive the love, you have to act out on the love. Now, for those that understand faith, for those that have used their faith, you will know that works is a big deal. It's always a big deal. For those that want healing, there's certain things that you have to do. You have to, number one, speak that you're healed. Number two, you should be praising God that you're healed. And obviously all this comes when you put in the word in you and it starts coming out in abundance and certain words just start flowing out of your mouth and you start praising God naturally. Uh, but listen to this. This is James chapter 2, verse 14 and 17. It says, What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and hath not works? Can faith save him? Even so, faith... If it hath not works, is dead, being alone. So what James, by the Spirit, is saying here, you know, like whatever you believe in God for, there has to be corresponding actions. When I was believing God for my healing, I always made out different lists, and it, it seemed like the same list all the time, but I was renewing my mind. I would physically write out all the things I can do now that I am healed. You know, like when I was believing God for a chest of drawers, I found a spot in my room where that chest of drawers would stand. I would always clean my room. Um, I've always just been like that. But I was extra clean on that spot where I chose to be the spot where my chest of drawers would stand. And I used masking tape to mask off the floor where it stood. And then every evening when I would leave my room, I would pretend to run my hands over that chest of drawers and I'd thank the Lord for my chest of drawers. I was doing works, I was doing works, I was doing works. And within two months, I was blessed with a debt-free chest of drawers. Faith has to have corresponding actions, because if it doesn't, according to James, it is not faith. That faith is dead. So when you see that God has given you his love, and you can see that in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, and Jesus says that we must love others, you take that love by faith, and you start loving others with it. Okay, so listen to this. This is 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. And it says, We love him 
because he first loved us. Now the NIV reads like this, we love because he first loved us. Do you see how loving him is an action? You can't just sit back, do nothing else and just say, yeah, I love, I love God. I love him. I love my neighbor. But yet, you know, you're getting angry for your neighbor. You're swearing your neighbor. There's road rage there. No, that's not loving your neighbor. You see, according to the scripture, we can love him. We can love a neighbor because he first loved us. He has given us his love to love him back with. He has given us his love so we can love our neighbor. Now, if you go to 1 John chapter 3, verse 14, it says, We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Do you see that you have to physically love the brethren? Let's jump to 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. And it says, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. The commandments talking about the royal law, the most important commandment, that uh, according to Jesus in the book of Matthew chapter 22, this covers all the law and the prophets. You have to physically love. Let's go to First John chapter 3 verse 18. It says, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And then First John chapter 4 verse 16, it says, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. So let me end off this podcast and say to receive his love, one needs to act out on it. You see, you act out on it because you, you must truly believe that you have it. Like if you are believing God for divine healing, you've got to speak that divine healing. You've got to praise God about it. You've got to make plans about it. You've got to start doing things that you could not do before. But obviously that comes naturally when your faith in healing is growing up on the inside of you. All that stuff will begin coming naturally. But when it comes to love, the same rules apply. There comes a time where you need to start acting out on what you believe. There's no way you're going to grow in the love of God if you don't act out on it. And I'm going to end off by just giving this. This is what the Lord showed me. You know, a person can watch a lot of online videos about different DIY projects. You can watch it. You can watch it. You can watch it. You can watch it all day long. You can make notes about it, but something happens on the inside of you when you start acting out on it. It's like all that information that you have been watching, that you've been hearing, that you've been seeing, that you've been making notes about. Something happens on the inside of you when you start actually doing it. All that, it's like it grows up on the inside of you and it actually becomes part of you. I hope this really blessed you and I really want you to practice loving others. I want you to release that love that's been locked up on the inside of you. I want you to practice it. I want you to get better and better at it. I want that love to become a stronghold in you. I want people to identify you as Jesus's disciple. Praise God. Hallelujah. God loves you. We love you. And faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. 
You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.